0: Welcome back to Till Death Do Us podcast, a podcast about marriage, murder, with the Murrays. I'm Michelle Murray.
1: And I'm Matt Murray.
0: And I know we're a day late. I understand. I'm sorry that I'm a flake. It's a thousand percent my fault. I'm a procrastinator. It's but okay. But I'm so bad. It's fine. We're, we're not being consistent. It's tough, right we're, now. Yeah, it's. I mean, well, I look at other podcasts, and they're throwing out all of this like extra content, and we're doing. Not
1: yeah, but that. we're parents.
0: <laughs> it's true. It's true. But, anyways, because you are all so patient, we have a surprise for you today. We do. We actually have our twelve-year-old son with us. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so that is Gavin. Um, Gavin is twelve. You said that. I did. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited to have you here.
1: Are you excited to be here?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to... Um...
1: He actually is excited to be here. He just doesn't know how to answer without being sarcastic. He's
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if this will end up being controversial. Um, I think this is our decision as parents, and this is the way we choose to... Raise him. I think he's old enough to hear stories about murder. Um, yeah, I mean... In advance, just know we do totally curse around him. And um, he has rules that he's obviously not allowed to curse himself. Um, in
1: specific circumstances. It's not like we can curse and he can't curse. It's just that, like, we can curse. And, like, if he wants to, he can, just as long as it's not in certain contexts. But well, most of the time, he just doesn't. So
0: my rule as a parent is um, you're never allowed to curse to anybody or about anybody. Right.
1: Which I think is a that's, pretty good thing. That's role.
0: it. Like, if you drop something and you're like, oh, shit, I'm not mm. really going to be mad. Yeah, I'm not going to be mad at you. But if you're like, this person's a piece of shit, then I'm like, oh, hold on, man.
1: <laughs> I don't know if you're old enough to make that judgment. Check
0: yourself. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways.
1: He watches a lot of horror movies and I'm stuff. glad he's Especially here. <laughs> recently. And so he's been digging into the murder stuff and we're glad he's here.
0: Yeah. 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 That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you guys want my tip this week that you just helped me come up with <laughs> five seconds ago?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: I was struggling a little bit this week. Um, I do feel like we've covered a lot. So um, your suggestion was to make time for each other. And I would like to play on that and say, um, you know, when it's spontaneous, time for each other it's like even better so my tip this week you have to do your
1: oh this is how not to murder each other with michelle murray
0: (laughs) so my tip on how not to murder each other this week is um you know be spontaneous in making time for each other like it was super cool today that you took off work and we went for a hike and um it was great it was so much fun yeah
1: i just i literally decided yesterday during my day to take today off yeah and was just like yeah i'm gonna take tomorrow off i don't have a ton of work to do and i can set everybody who does need to work tomorrow up tonight and it would be good to get a personal day with the family
0: yeah i felt like i felt like that was even better um gavin got to climb some big giant rocks today we went to Dungeon Rock. We Is that to what it was Dungeon called? Dungeon
1: Rock. Yeah. There's this tiny little creepy door that didn't open. It was fun. Embedded into the inside of a rock.
2: Mm-hmm. Do you think someone hit a body there?
1: Probably. It's, yeah. Yeah. Seems, yeah. For yeah. sure. It seems like a good murder spot.
0: And like, it's Lynn, guys. Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely bodies there. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, Lynn, Lynn doesn't have the most savory of reputations. For right
0: anybody here. who doesn't live in the... Uh, Metro Boston, Boston area. Yeah, yeah, area. The The phrase is Lynn, <laughs> Lynn, the city of sin. You never go out the way you went in. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's true. That's what they say. Did you know that? You didn't, you never heard no, that? No. Yeah, that's a saying about Lynn. Yeah.
2: Remember the time I said earlier really, I should hike there with my friends? Yeah. <laughs> mm, nah. You don't, do that you don't want to do that anymore? You don't want to do that anymore?
1: Yeah, okay. Fair enough. All right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was cool today. Like we just. Uh, spending time with each other regularly is good anyway. Yeah. But like specifically making time like being like, you know what? I don't want to work tomorrow. I just want right. to hang out with the family. And it's Today's kind of important.
0: it's kind of a funny tip right now cuz um most of you are all forced with your family. <laughs> yeah, you just
1: quarantined together.
0: <laughs> but um you know, Matt has been working this entire quarantine and you know, I recently went back to work, so um unfortunately, we don't get to have that part of this quarantine. Right. Which um, I'm sure if you're in the midst of it right now really sucks. But like there's a piece of me that like wishes we had that part of the quarantine. So, yeah. you know, maybe if you're struggling, if you're struggling, you know, being at home with your family and being that much one on one and um just know that like you're lucky and, you know, don't take it for granted because some people don't have that time and some people can't. You know what I mean? It's true. Um. I'm sure I'd get sick of you guys.
1: I I mean, yeah. Everybody would get sick of everybody. But it would be nice to have like a almost like state mandated vacation. Yeah. yeah,
0: It would be super nice. Even if
1: we have to stay inside. Yeah. I play a lot of video games, so it would be fine.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You got to play a lot today. I did. Yeah. Which was was nice. nice. I I did. Uh, Gav kept the baby for a good amount of time. I did a lot of housework and it was pretty sweet. That was really nice. Yeah.
1: It was good. Well. Murder? You want to take it down a notch?
0: Murder? Wouldn't, it,
2: wouldn't that be up though? No.
1: No, no. no we no, we, no, we take it we down, take it down
2: yeah, a notch. Uh, yeah, alright. Why <clears> would <throat> it be up? Because, like, marriage, don't murder each other. Now, murdering each other.
1: Well, we, <laughs> usually, like, we're talking, like, highly. We're kind of making jokes and stuff or whatever. And so we take it down a notch. Yeah, you gotta it simmer take simmer down. down. Get kind of serious, you know, for the murders.
0: So let's try this again. You yeah. ready to bring it down? Yeah, you want
1: to bring it down a notch? Yeah. Okay. What are we talking about today?
0: I have so many notes. So this is part of the reason, guys, why um, we're running a little late this week, because I'm a procrastinator. It's in my soul. I try to not be, but then I procrastinate at trying to not be. So like, it's just a cycle. Yeah. But so I started these notes with a very limited amount of time before we wanted to record And then realized that I had significant more information than I had the time to um, put together. Yeah. So, Uh. yes. So, we are going to talk about John List today. Okay. So, I originally heard about John List on My Favorite Murder.
1: Does he have a list of murders?
0: Perhaps. (laughs) Perhaps. I originally Don't heard about um, John List on My Favorite Murder, episode 29, and then in preparation for this, I actually listened to the podcast Fresh Hell, which I had um, listened to one of them before for an episode. Probably. They, just, she just does, like, really, really good research, and... Um,
1: She's, like, really in-depth or something? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, obviously, I love My Favorite Murder, but... You know, their stories are, like, you know, 15 minutes and the rest is them just, you know, chatting. Yeah. Where Fresh Hell is, like, literally the whole episode. It's very informative, I feel. Cool. So, episode 35. I also watched A Forensic Files, season one, episode seven. Um, I got a lot of articles on AP News, Boston Globe, New York Times, uh, Murderpedia, and Wikipedia was where I got a lot of information as well. So... Born John Emil List in Bay City, Michigan on September 17th, 1925. He was an only child of 61 year old John Frederick List and 38 um, year old Alma Barbara List. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Wow, that's you, old.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're not going to say anything about that age difference?
1: Wait, what was it again? She
0: was 38 and he was 61 when John was born.
1: Holy shit.
0: Huh. Whoa. <laughs> Like, listen. That's a lot. It's
1: just, it's it's a, okay. It's pretty for gross.
0: reference. The age difference between them is six years more than the age difference between me and Gavin.
1: That's gross. Yeah,
2: that's a that's 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 a lot. Yeah. So I mean, imagine
0: like, if, when you're grown, like when you're older, you were to date someone that was older than me.
1: No, wait, 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 wait. That's Twenty-three years. Wait. All right. Imagine if you were your age right now, and were dating a
0: uh 30, that would be
1: thirty four year old.
0: That'd be illegal. I don't know if well, I'm yeah. doing my I don't I don't know if I'm doing my math correct. Yes, yeah. There's a twenty three year age difference. Yeah, probably. No, sixty one minus thirty eight. So eight minus one would be seven, and then six minus three would be three. I
1: don't. I don't know if we're mathing That's... that right. No. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Oh, I didn't math that. that right. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, use that common core. Let's go. What is it? It's 23. I trust him more yeah, than myself. Me too. Yeah.
1: It doesn't matter. It's disgusting. That's gross.
0: <laughs> I never said I was a mathematician. It's true. So anyways, they were very strict German-American parents. And Alma was, like, a helicopter mom. She just, like, doted on John all the time. Crazy lady. They were both devout members of the Lutheran Church. John was described as aloof, never really had any friends. What?
1: By the way, he was right. It was 23 years.
0: (laughs) Oh, you did the math. All right. Both of you, shut up.
1: I'm sorry. It's more distracting than I thought having a third person.
0: (laughs) Some podcasts have, like, quite a few people. Sure. So John was described as aloof, never really had any friends, blah, blah, blah. In 1943, John enlists in the United States Army and served in the infantry as a lab tech during World War II. After he was discharged in 1946, he enrolls in the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor and goes on to earn his bachelor's degree in business administration and a master's degree in accounting. Wow. So, like, he probably would have been able to do that math. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I guess so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's also a Sunday school teacher. In 1950, as the Korean War escalates, he was recalled to active military service. While stationed at Fort Udys in Virginia, he meets Helen Morris Taylor. Helen Morris was born on January 1st, 1924, so she was older than John by mm-hmm. a year and a half. In 1941, at the age of 17, she had married 2nd Lieutenant Marvin Taylor, and their daughter Brenda was born in the early of 1942. In 44, Helen had a second child, Kenneth, but he only lived for a couple of months before he passed away. Oh, man. Helen suffered many miscarriages, and it is speculated that it could be from contracting syphilis, supposedly from her husband Marvin. This was also most likely the cause of the infant death in Kenneth. If you don't know what syphilis is, it's an STD, and if untreated, it could have severe issues such as neurological problems, dementia, personality disorders, stroke, deafness, blindness, and aneurysms. Unfortunately, Marvin was killed in Korea in 1951. One night, very shortly after becoming a widow, she was out bowling with her sister, and that's where she met John.
1: Whoa. Now we're
0: in 1951, and John and Helen have met, and very soon after, Helen tells John that she's pregnant. They're married on December 1st, 1951, despite his mother not thinking that she's good enough for him. Because she was a widow, and because she had so many miscarriages before. And because they'd only been dating for two months. And then they got married.
1: Yeah, that's pretty... That's that's very quick.
0: hmm and, and it was only eight months after her husband died. Yeah.
1: I wonder how that went. Yeah. When we get married? Yeah, all right.
0: <laughs> sure. Oh, you're pregnant? Yeah, fine. all right. Fine. <laughs> I mean, that's probably what it was. Like, it's shotgun wedding because yeah, she was pregnant. That's probably true. And he's, like, very religious. His mother was very, very
1: religious. Yeah. Not, not only that, but, like, it was... At a time where... In the 50s. That was pretty common.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, like, also common that, like, why Alma didn't like her. Because it was the 50s, and you know, her perfect son is marrying someone who's a widow, and... Right,
1: has multiple children already. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, after the wedding, Helen admitted that she was actually never even pregnant. Being the religious man that John was, he did not believe in divorce. What a... What
1: a jerk that lady is. Yeah.
0: Pretty shitty. Mm-hmm. He's discharged from the Army in 1952 and begins his accounting career at a firm in Detroit. In 1954, Helen actually gets pregnant, for, like, for real this time. And in January of 1955, Helen gave birth to their first daughter together, Patricia.
1: I if he was like, oh, yeah, I want to get married. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Out of spite.
1: You sure you're pregnant? <laughs>
0: In October 1956, they had John Frederick. Around this time, Helen gives up religion altogether. And, like, that really pisses John off. Mm-hmm. In August of 1958, they had Frederick Michael. Helen suffers intense postpartum depression. But, of course, it's the 50s, so no one yeah, acknowledges There's, there's zero depression. acknowledgement,
1: and then there's also zero yeah. uh, care for it. Oh, yeah.
0: There's, like, no help. Yeah. You... You suffer nothing. through it. I mean, even it's fucking 2020. Yeah, and there's like, barely any. And like, it's still so taboo yeah, it's for people st- to talk about. There
1: kind of is a stigma with it. Yeah. Oddly. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't exist or something. Yeah, for sure. Which is kind of weird.
0: It's sad. So she begins to struggle with alcoholism, and a psychiatrist prescribes her barbiturates. Helen is known to be verbally abusive to John. She would constantly put him down in front of others at social gatherings. She was spending all their money and, like, basically ignoring the kids. Mm-hmm. In 1960, Brenda married. So, Brenda is Helen's oldest daughter, so, John's stepdaughter. So, she marries and leaves the house. And, John up and moves the family to Rochester, New York to take a job with Xerox. Uh...
1: I didn't even interrupt you that time. I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sometimes I look back at my notes and I'm like, what did you write? <laughs> Why does it say that? (laughs) So he becomes director of accounting services and in 1965 is offered a job as vice president and comptroller at a bank in Jersey City, New Jersey. John accepts the position and moves the family to Westfield, New Jersey into a $50,000 19 room Victorian mansion. Holy shit. Named Breeze Knoll. (laughs) <laughs> like, like the mansion, the house had Brees a name
1: Gnoll mm-hmm. for fifty thousand dollars fifty he bought a a thousand
0: dollars. he bought a
1: nineteen room mansion. Mm-hmm. Man, when they talk about the good old days, it's got to be just about houses because mm-hmm. everything else is terrible. But houses buying houses pretty good. That's pretty cheap,
0: and <laughs> and this was, like, how, I, when, we, when you, did, can't, you
1: can't even you can't get a you can't get a t- three bedroom anywhere close to where we live right now for under six hundred thousand dollars. This dude gets a fucking Nine. nineteen room mansion with a name uh-huh. for fifty thousand dollars.
0: Right here for fifty thousand dollars would literally get us the shed in the backyard for our lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. $50,000, you get, it's like 10 square feet or something. I don't know. It's pretty, it's yeah. tiny. You could fit a hammock, maybe. You, get a, you, <laughs> got like a, you got a hot plate. 68 years ago. Yeah. Are you just going to, are you going to be the math guy now? Yeah, you just want to yeah, show yeah, off your, sure math, your skills. math skills.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That Make sure your math teacher's listening to this. <laughs> but yeah,
1: that's isn't that no, the cheap? housing. Isn't that crazy? The housing market,
0: the housing market, like fucking blew up ridiculous around here. I'd say like in the late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, because like you look at my mother's house.
1: What, the, what did they buy that for? They
0: bought that house in. Eighty three, maybe, nineteen eighty three, and it was eighty one thousand.
1: Right. And that was a two family. And that was a two family. Yeah. yeah.
0: And that just sold for like <laughs> a lot more <laughs> yeah, a like couple years more. ago. Yeah. <laughs> like seven times that. <laughs> Fifty thousand
1: dollars for a nineteen room mansion mm-hmm. in Rhode Island. Michigan, New- to New Rhode Jersey. Island. Is a pretty big jump.
0: New New Jersey.
1: Oh, New Jersey, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. Oh. What? Where did you even get Rhode Island? I don't know. How
2: do you even remember that's a state? No offense, people who like <laughs> live in Rhode Island, but like, it's very, very it's tiny. It's very small. Yeah.
1: You're you're part of another state pretending to be your own what state. I don't you call know them which that one. one time, Rodilians? Rodilians. Rodilians. Yeah. <laughs> Not Rhode Islanders. What do you think people like from?
0: But it was legitimate. Like you weren't even joking. No, it was I like, just. That... It was like, what did people? But like, it's
1: a good name.
0: You know. We're like mass holes and like, you know, what are people from like Rhode Island? And you were like, oh, Rhodeilians. <laughs> <laughs> it was great.
1: So it's, it's actually what they <laughs> Oh man, you don't watch enough Godzilla to get the references gonna come out.
0: <laughs> <It was laughs> yeah, I've never seen Godzilla.
1: Sorry, right, we will sometime.
0: Uh yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah. So he buys this uh, fifty thousand dollar nineteen room mansion. But, ironically, he actually um, couldn't afford it. (laughs) So, he was totally, like, living outside of his means for this. Yes. Did you have a question?
2: So, like, we could buy that house now, but then... Well, yeah,
1: but, like, the the wage... Oh, yeah. The the wage difference was much different. He probably
0: made, like, a dollar an hour. (laughs) (laughs) So, his mother, Alma... um, you know, she helps him out a lot. So, she signs over power of attorney, gives John access to all of her assets. They sell the second car because Helen actually can't drive anymore because she's losing her sight due to the syphilis. Right. Wow. And Alma's only condition is, like, Alma's going to sell her home in Michigan, and and her condition is, like, I'll help you buy this house in New Jersey if, like, I can live with you guys. Right. So, there was actually, like, a whole apartment upstairs in the third floor, and he was like, yeah, fine, you can come live with us in the mansion, yeah. I guess. So I guess we have enough space for you. So she, um, you know, sells her home, sells everything, gives him control of all her money, and moves him yeah. to and New And she Jersey. was like,
1: it's not going to be weird because I'm your mother. That
2: was so bad. I know, it was terrible. What was that even supposed to be, Because her name's
0: Alma.
1: I was trying to make, like, an Alma Mater joke.
2: Oh, I thought it was going towards the... She's probably gonna die, cause now he's she's like giving her son her money, I'm not worried about now who just get the money. Yeah. Yeah. Does she die? Spoilers. No, no, you can't do the spoilers.
1: Listen. That's not how this works. <laughs> There's none of none of this is how that works.
0: Less than a year after the move and the giant mansion purchase.
1: Well, actually, I think we could probably spoiler say that she dies eventually, cause she's a person.
0: Can i talk yeah go ahead so less than a year after they move and he buys this like giant fucking mansion that he can't afford he loses his job oh boy so he he actually like loses jobs a lot he has a very um abrasive personality that clashes a lot with people Mm -hmm. so he's constantly looking for new jobs however he is too proud and narcissistic to admit this to his family Because, like, he doesn't want to go back to her and be like, I lost Lost another job. Yeah. So instead, he continues to get up every day, get dressed, and pretend like he's going to work. He goes to the train station and sits and eats his lunch. Sometimes he, like, hops on the train and rides it around and rides it back, reads the newspaper, and, like, pretty much just ignores the fact that, like, he's getting super into debt. Like, a lot.
1: That's crazy.
0: And he's using his mom's money. To, like, pay for their living expenses. Sure.
1: That's insane, though. Uh-huh. That would drive somebody a little crazy. hmm Yeah. He had
0: to take out, like, three different mortgages. Like, crazy. But yeah. he um, felt that poverty was a sin, and he didn't believe in welfare. So, like, he didn't want to admit that, like, he financially couldn't provide for his family. Oh, he would so just rather up. lie about it.
1: That's so messed up. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. Imagine believing in that. So much that you'd rather lie about it instead of just accepting reality. Right, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So like you believe so much that like living in poverty or welfare is some like weak like sign of weakness that you would rather lie,
0: which is a sin. Which is
1: a sin, technically, right? Uh, also just a bad thing to do, right? Uh, what is
2: it at? is it a sin? don't look at me yeah
1: why are you looking at him he um, has no idea
2: yeah i gotta get my daily daily bible in
1: yep <laughs> Just gotta get your bible reading in kid make sure the pearly gates open up for you once you cross over i
0: bet i bet mm-hmm, amen i bet amen. when he was pretending to go to work he probably sat on the train and read his bible
1: yeah that's really weird though that, it's i don't know it strikes me as very odd that he's so in belief that mm-hmm. where his life is heading is wrong. Right. That he would rather lie about it than confront it. Right. Yeah.
0: So Helen is diagnosed with cerebral atrophy caused by the syphilis. Syphilis. <laughs> syphilis.
1: Syphilis. Syphilis.
0: <laughs> and it is actually recommended that she be institutionalized, but John refused. I'm oh, assuming. It, it's
1: to- a, I didn't know it was a degenerative brain disorder.
0: Yeah, it fucks you up real good.
1: I didn't know that. Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. Um, I'm assuming he didn't want her to be institutionalized to keep up appearances right. and um he probably didn't want people to know that his wife had syphilis. Like probably I'm sure true. Yeah. And then in the 50s. He doesn't
1: want to accept welfare or pretend and wants to pretend that he's not in poverty. So I'm pretty right. sure that that would kill him. Right. Yeah.
0: And he probably couldn't even afford to have her institutionalized anyways. I'm That's sure. That's also probably Obviously. true. Yeah, right. As the kids grow into their teen years, John gets more and more frustrated that he can no longer... I can't talk today. Right. It happens. Thanks for being so understanding.
1: <laughs> I got you.
0: John gets more and more frustrated that he can no longer control them and that they are getting into things that he considers unreligious, like Patricia becoming very interested in theater.
1: That's unreligious? hmm What about that is unreligious?
0: He doesn't like it.
1: Oh, I see.
0: It's not... It's against... Jesus? Mm -hmm.
1: Jesus doesn't like theater kids?
0: Yeah. On November
1: 5th... Hey, listen, guys. (laughs) I got a couple rules for you. Like, don't lie. Don't, like, murder each other or whatever. You really shouldn't, like, like, want what your neighbor has or whatever. Like, just be okay with what you have. And also, like... I really don't want you to sing show tunes. (laughs) That's it. I got five. I got five.
0: I'm going to hell. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. On November 5th, 1971, John calls a family meeting to tell his family that they all should start preparing to die, and he asks them if they would like to be buried or cremated. Holy shit. So, you know, like, he didn't sugarcoat
1: it. That took a really drastically quick turn. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. So he was like, okay, uh, we can't put mom in an institution. We're going, like, broke. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to murder everybody.
0: But nobody knows that they're going broke. Just him. Yeah, he's the only one who knows that they're broke.
1: Right, but so, like, that's what I mean. That's, like, really drastic. So, like, they think everything's fine. Yeah, so they right just, and, they're, and, so then, and, then calls, and then he just like, shows up and he's like, hey, guys, listen, I know that everything's going pretty well right now. It's not. <laughs> but, like... What about if I just murdered you all?
0: Yeah. So literally he just called. Well, I mean, that's not what happened, but he called a meeting and was like, you guys should prepare to die. And, you know, do you want to be buried or cremated? And they were like, um, buried. And he was like, okay, meeting adjourned. (laughs) (laughs) Good talk,
1: guys. (laughs) You're dismissed. (laughs) Noted.
0: This scares the kids and they tell their friends and even a few teachers at school that their dad was going to murder them. So unfortunately, um, no one took the warning seriously. On the morning of November 9th, 1971, John left a note outside for the milkman telling him that the family was going away for a while and to please stop the milk delivery. Once he saw the kids off to school, he headed into the kitchen where 46-year-old Helen, still in her nightgown and robe, was sitting at the table drinking her morning cup of coffee. He walked right up behind her and shot her point blank in the back of the head. He then went up to the third floor to his mother's apartment where she was making her own breakfast. He raised his gun and shot her in the face, right above the left eye. He planned to drag her down the stairs, but found her to be too heavy, so he put her body in a closet. Or, like, in a storage unit. like a, You know, like, attics have those, like, little doors? Yeah. One of those.
1: An eve?
0: Is that literally what it's called? Yeah. Why do you know that?
1: Because we have them at my parents' house.
0: Oh. Yep. He then cleaned up all of the blood with a towel and some wet newspaper, which sounds like it would be very messy.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's not a good way to go. Mm-hmm. Like, what, is, what is he going to modge podge them?
0: <laughs> Make some paper mache <laughs> Yeah, just <laughs> me, 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 me.
1: <laughs> I'll pretend you're alive. Oh, my God, that's horrible.
0: <laughs> he heads back downstairs and places Helen's body face down on a sleeping bag, so he can more easily drag her to the empty ballroom.
1: Because it's a mansion.
0: Mm-hmm. Underneath a beautiful stained glass ceiling. Oh, man. He put a bath towel over her body and a dish towel over her head. Do you guys finally know what a dish towel is? Let's pause for a moment and talk about this. <laughs> listeners, no, no, no. It's not Dear a- listeners, I have a question for you. No.
1: It's, a, it, it's not a dish towel. Do you towel. know the
0: difference? Dish towels the big ones. Do you know the difference between a dish towel and a washcloth?
1: No, no no no, 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 no. It was a face cloth and a washcloth.
0: It's,
2: it was. That's
1: not true. That is yes, true. Was. That was what yeah, that it was. Was. It was about. No. It was. Yes, it was. It was. It was never a dishcloth. It was never a dishcloth. Why would you have asked us for face- a dishcloth and us bring you a washcloth? It doesn't make any sense.
0: I don't call it a dishcloth, but there's a hand towel. Okay. Or a face or a washcloth.
1: What? No, I thought it was the other way. There's a
0: hand towel or a washcloth.
1: See it are you (laughs) sure? Are you sure? Yes. I thought it was a face cloth or a hand towel.
0: (laughs) I mean it is it's hand towel or a washcloth. But a washcloth and and face cloth are the same thing.
2: A hand towel is bigger than your hand. It's like a towel, except
0: for your
1: hand. A hand it's called a hand towel. A hand a hand (laughs) Right, a hand towel.
0: It's the same as a dishcloth. It's okay. rectangular, and you dry your hands on it. Okay. And a washcloth or a facecloth. It's like a square. It's a square. Good job.
1: For your face?
0: <laughs> you, you can use it to wash your face or your body. But why would it be would I just you want you guys to know body? that I've literally had this conversation with them multiple times, and they still don't understand the <laughs> difference, and I really don't know what to do. Please send help. Okay.
1: I still am not sure that I understand that there's actually a difference.
0: I know you don't, two. and I don't understand why you don't understand that there's no difference.
1: That there's no difference? Smaller. You just said it.
0: No, that there is a difference. You just said I'm it. i there There's it a difference. Freudian
1: slip. Boom. She said it. You said it. We won. We win. You said it.
0: There is a difference between Recorded a hand towel and a washcloth. You can't, yeah, you can't take it back. Take, take We're it back, cutting this entire argument and <laughs> just putting in. Oh, my God.
2: Good thing you
0: went back to work. <laughs> so yeah, then he went back to the kitchen and he cleaned up all the blood. Yep. Um. With the face with a face cloth or a or no, a dish so, towel? No. So he put he put <laughs> a dish towel over her head and went and cleaned up the blood with newspaper, okay? Oh, okay. So it's
1: much less absorbent than a face cloth. I
0: it's really stupid, I'm not don't sure why he did that. Fish. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I don't know which one's which. <laughs>
0: he went into Helen's room because they had separate bedrooms and he wiped his hands off on her bed linens so like just went in and was like wiped her blood all over her comforter god damn it (laughs) (laughs) Uh. it's story time now (laughs) he removed his bloody clothes and left them in a pile next to the bed He then went into the bathroom and showered and put on a new suit because, like, he was the kind of man that always wore a suit, no matter what the fuck he was doing. Of course. Yeah.
1: Especially when he was basically
0: living in poverty, pretending to go to work. Right. You need to look appropriate. Right. To not go to work. Right.
2: Always look fancy when murdering your family. Exactly.
0: During the day, he is seen by neighbors tending to his yard. They see him raking leaves in his suit. He made phone calls to friends and family and to the kids' school, saying that him and the family would be headed out of town. They needed to go help Helen's ill mother, who she actually was sick. She was supposed to come visit them and Mm -hmm. had to cancel her trip to visit them. So he was like, oh, hey, everybody, like, we're going to go take care of her. So he headed to the post office to put a hold on all of their mail. Finally, 16-year-old Patricia arrives home from school. She walks in, and he shoots her in the jaw. He again places the body on a sleeping bag and drags her into the ballroom next to Helen underneath the stained glass ceiling. Jesus. Next to arrive home is 13-year-old Frederick. He does the same to him, shooting him in the head, putting him on a sleeping bag, dragging him next to Patricia. John then leaves the house and drives to the bank to empty out and close his and his mother's bank accounts. Next, he heads to Westfield High School to watch his eldest son, John Jr., in a soccer game. He drives them both home, and when they go inside, he turns the gun on him. Ugh. It is clear that he tried to defend himself, and John ends up shooting him multiple times in the face and chest with two different guns. Ugh. He puts his body on a sleeping bag, drags him next to Frederick in the ballroom under the stained glass ceiling. He places places dish towels over all of their heads and cleans up the scene. He walks around the house, removing his face from all the photographs. He heads into the study. That's fucking weird, right? That is really weird, right? That's, that's so he, horror
2: movie crap.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. That so he ran, went and removed every picture of himself. I bet that's I bet so messed make up. Movie out
1: of that. I mean, there probably there actually there is a movie. Yeah, it's called Judgment Day. Yeah, I
0: couldn't find it anywhere though.
1: I was gonna say, I bet there is, or something that's loosely based on. Yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. So he was like all fucked up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My grandfather did that. Did what? <laughs> he went around the house. He found every picture of himself. And scratched his face out of every single picture.
1: For what reason?
0: He just wanted to.
1: <laughs> Why?
0: My mom's mom. Yeah, just one day decided to scratch his face out of every picture in the house. I know, isn't that weird?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very weird. <laughs> like, do you have any missing relatives?
0: Who knows? <laughs> I I know, you have a
1: huge family, but just like...
0: Yeah. No, he, he scratched like himself out.
1: I know, Yeah. It's fucking weird. I know. You did something fucked up. You think he did? Yes. <laughs> Why else would you do that? I
0: don't know. Yeah. 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 So, anyways, he then heads into the study and pens a crazy five-page letter to his pastor. Um, the podcast Fresh Hell that I listen to actually reads, like, the whole letter, and it's really interesting. He says that he saw too much evil in the world and he wanted to save their souls. Mm. He lies a lot about claiming to have shot them in the back of the head, which, like, obviously isn't true. Like, do you not know how ballistics work? I mean, like, they're going to be able to see that you shot them in the face. Did they have ballistics then? Uh, I mean, not, like, extensive, but I'm sure you can tell if someone Someone shot in the the front front or the back. Yeah, Like, that's, I feel like that's,
2: Basic.
0: Does it say what kind of gun he used? Yeah, I wasn't confident that I could pronounce it correctly. <laughs> Is the St- gun Steyr, a point nine?
1: Oh, so I a Steyr. It's a pistol.
0: Sure. <laughs> and a twenty-two.
1: Yeah, also a pistol.
0: Yeah, it was those revolver. Um, so yeah, so he also said that they all chose to be cremated, even though. They had all said they want to be buried. And then he said he could not kill himself because suicide was a sin. And that would prevent him from getting into heaven. And he needed to assure, assure himself that he would be able to see his family again in the afterlife.
1: This man had a very skewed idea of what constituted a sin.
0: Right. So his was like, well, I can kill my family and, like, I'm protecting them and saving them from poverty and... Drama,
1: Right, but if I kill myself. (laughs)
0: But if I kill myself, yeah. It's okay to kill them because he can then ask for forgiveness and still be let into heaven. Right. So, at the end of the letter, he wrote, like, he wrote this whole letter, you know, talked about saving his family and blah, blah, blah. And then at the end of the letter, it said, P.S. Mother's in the attic. She was too heavy to move. Oh, my God. (laughs) He then, at dinner... He then ate dinner and went to bed and he later says that he had the best night's sleep ever. The next day, he walked through the house and turned lights on throughout. He turned the, thermo- the thermostat very low to slow the process of decomposition and he put the stereo playing some say classical music and some say organ music. Either way, it's fucking creepy. Yeah,
1: that is pretty creepy. Mhm. Yep.
0: So he turned the stereo on playing music and then he left. Neighbors and everyone just thought they were on an extended trip.
1: With music playing and all the lights on?
0: Um, I'm sure they didn't hear the music.
1: So they left the house with all the lights on.
0: <laughs> right. I I don't think he left every light on. It was probably meticulous lights. That, that, I don't know why, but now I can't get my mind
2: off the scene in Home Alone. Which with one? With all the light, where he's yeah. like, with the light yep. in the window? Oh,
1: Americans. with the shadows? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, my next bullet here, sir, says, finally, as lights begin burning out in the home... Why did you
1: say bullet like that?
0: Because, I don't know.
1: you going to shoot us? It's a dash. Yeah, it's a dash.
0: Finally, as <laughs> lights <laughs> begin burning out in the home, and no one, re- like, people realize, like, oh, these lights are burning out one by one, and I haven't seen anybody. Right. Um, The neighbors begin to get suspicious, and they call the police. On December 7th, 1971, they arrived at, the police arrived at Breeze Knoll and came upon Patricia's drama teacher, who was actually at the front door calling her name, because he was like, it's been too long, where the hell are you? Right. He convinced police something was wrong, and the police entered the house through an unlocked window.
1: I think it's weird that, or like oddly coincidental, that he thought theater was sinful for some reason. Mm -hmm. And the drama teacher was the person to show up and shoot this, like, do this whole, set this whole thing kind of off.
0: Yeah, true. So obviously they discover all the bodies. A nationwide manhunt began, but unfortunately John had destroyed all photos of himself. So they couldn't tell the public exactly who they were looking for. Right. The family car was found at JFK Airport in New York City, but there was no evidence that he had actually boarded a flight. John was able to elude police... For almost 18 years. Holy shit. What? Mm Mm-hmm. Until May 21st, 1989, when the fairly newish series America's Most Wanted aired his crime. It was the oldest case that they had chose to cover. Like, they were just, this had just started being on TV. It was just under a year.
1: That's crazy. Yeah, they actually. years?
0: Yeah, they actually first turned the case down because they were like, this is too old. Nobody wants to see this. And then finally, they were like, yeah, fine, we'll air it. Right. So at the end of the segment, they displayed an aged, progressed clay bust created by forensic artist Frank Bender that bore a striking resemblance to a man named Robert Peter Clark. Robert Clark had recently moved to Richmond, Virginia with his wife of four years, Dolores, who he had met at a singles mixer at the local Lutheran church. Mm -hmm. They had previously lived in Denver, Colorado, which is where their old neighbor, Wanda Flaren flannery sat watching america's most wanted so she saw it and
1: was like hey yeah
0: yeah she had her um i think it said son-in-law call the cops right away but like they actually didn't know at first where the phone call came from because he was literally like hey the person you're looking for is at this address and then hung up (laughs) Hmm. because like i can't imagine turning somebody in like that has to be an extremely uncomfortable phone call
1: yeah and they like like they like liked him right like
0: he was a really good neighbor. Sure, I'm sure. Mhm. He denied being John List until February of 1990 when he was confronted with a fingerprint match on a gun license that was filed only a month before the murders of his family. On April 12th, 1990, he was convicted of five counts of first-degree murder and made to serve five consecutive life sentences.
1: All right, can we rewind just a second? Mm-hmm. So, the first instance of the phone call was in 1981?
0: No. 1989.
1: Oh, 89. Okay. I'm
0: sorry. May 1st, 1st, 1989 was when the America's Most Wanted episode So it was only
1: a year. Not even it was February
0: 1990. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So he's made to serve five consecutive life sentences. John denied responsibility for the murders, stating, I feel that because of my mental state at the time, I was unaccountable for what happened. I ask all affected by this for their forgiveness, understanding, and prayer yeah okay the judge basically was like no that's not true
1: (laughs) yeah i mean it's not
0: (laughs) he said the judge said john emil list is without remorse and without honor after 18 years five months and 22 days it is now time for the voices of helen alma patricia frederick and john jr to raise from the grave it's a
1: powerful statement right yeah
0: John filed for an appeal claiming that his judgment was impaired due to PTSD from being in the military. He also argued that the letter he left behind should not have been used against him in court since it was addressed to his pastor and therefore should have been kept confidential.
1: Mm, yeah. They were bu- his appeal was no, denied. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think that works like yeah, that.
0: They were like, no, sorry. March 21st, 2008, at the age of 82, John List died from complications from pneumonia at St. Francis Medical Center in Trenton, New Jersey.
1: Good fuck that guy. Mm-hmm.
0: The kicker of all of this is the house actually burned down in August of 1972, so like very shortly, I mean a year after the murders. Um, So nine months after the murders, actually. It was said that the stained glass ceiling in the ballroom was actually a Louis Comfort Tiffany original. It was signed by him. Um, Louis Comfort Tiffany is the first design director at his family's company, tiffany and company so this stained glass ceiling that was just in their living room was worth a hundred thousand dollars and okay. like could have solved all, all of his problems, problems. <laughs> now it would be worth six hundred and twenty thousand dollars yeah but like how
1: do you sell that
0: um i mean they take it down and you just put up regular fucking glass
1: i don't can you do that
0: i, mean, yeah, I, don't, why fucking,
1: not? I don't have no idea how that works. it's the same
0: as taking out a window and putting in another window it
1: just seems way more fragile
0: Yeah, I'm sure it's fragile, but if you can sell something, if you can sell something.
1: Yeah, would you like to buy my ceiling windows?
0: Yeah, but if it was a Tiffany original, like, and it would worth double what you paid for your house. Right. Like.
1: Yeah, but like who strolls in there and is like, hmm, this is a nice ceiling window you have. I'll give you $100,000 for it.
0: You guys are clearly not artists. (laughs) I don't know. I thought that was a very interesting fact.
1: I do think it's an interesting fact. I just.
0: Especially since that's like where he laid the dead bodies. Yeah, the bodies. dead bodies. Yeah.
1: No, I get it. I get it. It is. It's an interesting I'm fact. I'm sorry. It, it was a
2: great fact.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Also.
2: It's just
1: weird.
0: The character of Kaiser Soze in the 1990 film, 1995 film The Usual Suspect is based off of John List.
1: Oh, wow. Mm-hmm.
0: hmm And that is my story. That's a
1: good one. <laughs> that was fucked up. Yeah, yeah, the I think the face ripping out is the most messed up thing about that whole yeah.
0: thing. Him cutting his face out of all the pictures. Yeah, yeah.
2: I know this is um kind of messed up to say, but I'm 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 pretty sure I'm kind of okay with not meeting Great Grandpa. Carved <laughs> his face out in pictures.
1: Just seems not right. That's, not that's like a that's a big that's a red big old red flag. Go, Woo! It's crazy pants. Yeah. yeah exactly. Like, all right, you come home one day, right? Oh, I am acting. God. I am acting totally normal. Like nothing is happened, right? Like totally normal. But as you walk around the house, you Your notice that on out. every picture, oh, my god, that the would face be of so, myself is scratched cr- out. That
0: would be so creepy.
1: I know. You know why it would be creepy? Because it probably means I fucked up or did something weird. Yeah. Right. Wouldn't you be like, "Oh my God, what happened"?
0: That's really creepy. Right? Please don't do that. I won't, cause I'm not gonna do anything messed up. That's good.
2: I'd call, like not religious at all, calling an exorcist.
1: <laughs> just you. So, so you go straight up. You just no move. Investigation. You just side. Um, yeah. You sidestep crime and just straight. You to, must be a demon. Straight to demon.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> it's an interesting train of thought. So do you have a toast this week?
0: I have a toast.
1: I don't, but I'll make one up. Why don't you
0: have a toast? I don't know, I'm ne- I'm not
1: good at this. I'm not good at pre-thinking of these things.
0: Why? Are, I mean, you don't think of things that make you happy?
1: I do, but I try to live a pretty neutral life.
0: Gav, do you have a toast? Um, I give
2: me a second to think. You said you had one. Okay,
0: I do have a toast. Yeah. So one second. <laughs> so my toast this week is um, today they announced that the um, filmed version of the original Broadway cast of Hamilton is going to be released (laughs) on Disney Plus I'm so fucking excited I'm going to watch it all the time my mom and I are probably going to break quarantine so she can come over and we can watch it like
1: (laughs) oh don't do that I
0: can't wait (laughs) don't break
1: quarantine for it
0: (laughs) She can't get Disney Plus. Why? I don't know. It wouldn't show up on her TV.
1: We just get her a fire stick or something.
0: Oh. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was just saying. I'm really excited. (laughs) Yeah, apparently. (laughs) I can't wait.
1: Good. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. We went to see Hamilton. It was really good. Yeah, we did. We had a really good time. It was amazing. We are sinners. We enjoy... (laughs) Theatre work. It's true. Yep.
0: It's true.
2: Imagine just like going to a play and this random dude walks in and is like Demon and
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, imagine if heaven exists and you and you, and go. you go there and, and like he's like, Oh yeah, you're you're a pretty good dude. Lived a pretty simple life, uh But you saw Hamilton. Ah oh, shit, you saw Hamilton though. So No Six can do. 11.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was throwing away my (laughs)
1: shot. So what's your toast, kid?
2: Well, it was technically last week. That's okay. The Walking Dead game came out, and it felt nice to stab zombies in their face. (laughs) Oh yeah, the VR game? Yeah.
1: Saints and Sinners? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a really good time. Surprisingly, scared the shit out of me a couple times. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah
0: yeah i remember just standing there eight zombies came out
1: of nowhere yeah yeah no yeah it's a good time
0: i'm excited i haven't i haven't played it yet vr is impossible with a toddler yeah um but i'm looking forward to playing it just tell me to take him in my room yeah yeah i know
1: (laughs) uh what do i want to toast this week
0: gee i don't know tough.
1: I didn't have one ready.
0: I'll keep talking. So (laughs) for anybody um, that is um, listening to all of our episodes and perhaps following my um, weight loss journey, because we actually started this podcast only a week before my gastric sleeve surgery, um, I did hit my 50 pounds lost, and um, I'm pretty fucking excited about that.
1: Uh, well, it's a good thing to be excited about. That's yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. In all honesty, it's Not
0: my toast this week, but um, it, seems it was insane last week, so... that
1: you've lost that much weight that yeah. quickly. It's I know. It's crazy to me.
0: I've lost um, two Grayson's. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you could have just said both your children, mom.
0: <laughs>
1: well, no, that you're heavier. You're than
0: much heavier. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Not in, like, a mean way, but you're 12, and he's not even two yet.
0: No,
2: I was thinking of, like, before having a child
0: what what
2: like I, I thought you were talking about how much you weighed before having
0: me. oh no, no i no. still have like 40 pounds to lose for me to get under the weight i was before i had you <laughs> that's crazy but yeah
1: i still can't believe you lost that much weight's bananas i know it's i guess i'll toast, amazing. i'll toast to finally owning one of my favorite movies from last year nice uh Michelle went to Target today, and I told her that if she could find it, even though there's crazy quarantine things going on.
0: I waited for like 35 minutes to get into Target today.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, And some random kid apparently wouldn't leave you alone.
0: Oh my god, he was so close behind me. Yeah,
1: close enough that...
0: It's close enough that the lady that was letting us in thought that we were together. She was like she was like, "Oh, I'm just waiting for another person to come out so you guys can go in." And I was like, "Um, we're not together. He's just been standing that close behind me this whole time."
1: <laughs> but uh but yeah, so while she was in there, um she grabbed me a copy of Joker, uh which is a great movie and if you haven't seen it, it's great. It's a very old school film. Uh some callbacks to like Taxi Driver and films like that uh and it's just a really great film you should definitely check it out yeah oh no what was that no what was that movie we watched The Lodge
0: oh you you're, you we would just have multiple toasts this yeah week, I guess. forget
1: Joker Joker's a great movie but like The Lodge was really good The Lodge was really good yeah uh it was really freaky it was like a slow burn old school horror movie with like a really 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 great third act yeah and uh yeah! Wow! What a friggin' movie! It was good. Definitely it was really checked good. out. Nobody. The only person I recognized in it was the one of the kids in it is the main kid from it.
0: It. Yeah. The um the newer it movies.
1: Yeah. Uh. But yeah. Wow. What a movie. Mm-hmm. That's actually my. Whoa, wh-
0: who? What do you mean you didn't recognize anyone else? Alicia Silverstone. Oh yeah, that's in right.
1: It. Alicia Silverstone was in it for
0: like five seconds. <laughs>
1: yeah. Don't ruin it.
0: I mean, it literally happened in the first, like, no, minute I of the movie. Still, <laughs> But still. But still. Uh,
1: but, yeah, no, that's... I guess my toast is to that movie, actually, because it surprised the hell out of me. Because, like... Yeah, it was really we, good. We rented it to just be like, oh, let's watch this. This looks pretty good. And, like, by the end of it, all three of us were like, damn, that was really good. That
0: was a movie that I mostly kept my phone down. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Gavin wanted her palate cleanser really badly, but it was too late, so we just had to go to sleep. <laughs> We actually, no, we tried to give you a palate cleanser, but remember the, the PS4 froze. Oh, yeah, the froze PS4 up. froze. Yeah. And then by the time we got it back on, it was too late.
2: Yeah.
1: You're just looking at the PS4 disapprovingly now? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, but um, yeah. Yeah, this is a good episode. I'm glad you came along, Gav. I hope you had a good time. Yeah, sitting did here. you like it? Yeah. Yeah. You
0: had fun? Yeah. Mm hmm. Were you nervous to input more? What? Were you nervous to input more?
1: To have more to talk.
2: Oh
1: no! Jeez, mom, settle down. she got really aggressive there. I did. Why? You just were so. You got so aggressive there for a second. I
0: did. He wasn't understanding what I was saying. I know.
1: He was just saying. She got very. It was just very aggressive. just needed to chill out. Chill out a little. It's okay.
0: This isn't team up on mom time.
1: (laughs) 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 Anyway, well, that was a good show, and um you know i hope uh you guys enjoy it and have enjoyed all our content um you know all of our stuff is up there so if you haven't listened to the rest of it go listen to it we're on all yeah. the major streaming networks we're on uh you know spotify iHeartRadio, radio uh, apple podcasts google play music all uh, basically anywhere you can find podbean. podcasts podbean uh stitcher Um, if you do have Apple Podcasts and you listen to us, we'd really love it if you, uh, subscribed and rated us. Please give us a review. super, super, super helps us uh, get in front of more people. And, um, you know, we're not, I don't think we're trying to be like professional podcasters, but like we would love to grow our fan base and and have more people listen to us because we really enjoy doing this. Yeah. Uh, I really,
0: I I really like it.
1: It's a whole lot of fun.
0: Speaking of all of that. Uh Uh-oh. I am, um, working on maybe making some merch even if you guys don't want it you know i want to wear it so
1: <laughs> but yeah so look out for that stuff in the future yeah um you know uh we'll have stuff out there and let us know what you think of it mm-hmm. uh i might try to design a couple You're you will i will probably design a couple shirts yeah um but yeah uh you know it's been another great episode check us out at till death to us podcast on facebook um, we're trying to kind of grow our group there. You can email us at till death to us podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Feel free to send in suggestions or just talk to us because we like to talk to you guys. <laughs> uh, and it just feels, it kind of feels cool when you guys reach out to us, especially like when we don't know who you are.
0: It's, it's so awesome.
1: Blows my mind, <laughs> uh, all the time. Uh, and we appreciate, uh, literally every single one of you, uh, whether we know you or not, um but yeah so come come talk to us in places that we can talk to you yeah or whatnot do it yeah so another great episode and i just want to remind everybody to not murder each other
0: (laughs) (laughs) bye say bye